We're going for it today with the second Poetry to the People podcast. A podcast generated out of the Poetry for the People class at the City College of San Francisco. I'm Jeff Kalis, a happy student in that class. And I have in the studio with me today a couple of my fellow students. I'll have them just begin by announcing their names in order. Hi, my name is Jim Jones. Hi, my no, I'm, uh, I'm Cameron, Cameron Carter. <laughs> okay, welcome, guys. And I was thinking since uh, at our last class, it was really less of a class and more of a kind of an event and a celebration commemorating Maya Angelou. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me a little bit about what that would, experience was like for you and speak honestly about how you feel about Maya Angelou's poetry. Well, the event itself, it was very opening and eventful for me. Different walks of life and different culture backgrounds all mm-hmm. gravitate to Maya Angelou. Pre- pretty crowded room. Yeah, it was. We had it guests. Was. It was. And, uh, it was a good look. It's a, Maya Angelou means a lot to me because I can relate to her younger years. Tell me a little bit more about that, Jim. What, how is it that you relate there? Uh, when she was five years old, something happened to her. I don't want to go into details what happened. But, uh, mm-hmm. And she told her um, parents she did the right thing or whatever. But when the gentleman went to jail and got out, he was killed or whatever. Oh, yeah. So she felt that her voice made her get somebody killed or whatever. Hmm. So she stopped talking for like a few years, six or seven right. years. Yeah. In a sense, she recognized the power. Yeah, uh, in her, her voice. voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I remember growing up in foster care, who I, excuse me, I was always told only speak when spoken to. Like, uh, so I felt like my voice didn't matter, you know what I mean? So, right. Yeah. And okay. uh, another significance is her birthday is also the same day as my, my daughter's birthday. Wow. And my father's birthday. Wow. So, yeah. Ah, and your father's? Yeah, yeah, they both. Wow, that's, both a, that's, that's a trip. Cameron, what did you think about Tuesday evening? I, I think you told me off mic that you'd been talking with people about that uh, that event afterwards. Yeah, no, I, I lied to you. It was horrible. I wish I never went. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was... That's um, not the way you looked. <laughs> nah, it, it was... Uh, <laughs> it was it was, it was was overwhelming, honestly, when I first walked in there and uh, just saw know how many people i didn't think there was going to be that many people there yeah there, there were uh it was a nice three, mix. three poet laureates yeah there was there was a nice selection of people i was just like wow this is that's what's up man it's a good look and i uh, learned a little bit about my just with some of the videos we watched that i didn't know before um, i actually got to see in one of the videos her speaking the still i rise speech oh and yeah the way that the, she's the whole poetry yeah, yeah, man. I don't know geez. about you, but I had the feeling that I liked the poem better hearing and watching her read it okay. than I did just seeing okay. it on a okay. page. Okay. And it kind of made it come alive. Yeah, to say the least. I mean, it's something to be said about, you know, when you read a speech and you just go somewhere in the darkness and create your own, but then to yeah. see her, to see her. I guess perform would be the right word, but express well, it soulfully. No, but it like, is, it's a yeah, performance. I, th- I think poetry to a degree yeah. is a performance. Sure. Okay. So, but just to see her perform that was like beautiful. It was like, ooh, 
Ooh, so that was moving for me. And then Professor Khan, uh, Professor Dunn was there too, and Professor yeah, Dunn. Yeah, we, we, we should do a shout out to, man, uh, to our, straight up. our instructor, our straight teacher, up our, and down. our friend Tamina Khan. Man, those two queens, I was so grateful for yeah. both of them. I mean, it was so moving and, to and see them both. Please there. tell us the name of, of the other person again. Oh, Professor Miss Dunn. And she is, what's the name uh, of early course? A- early African American History, 41A and 41B. That's being taught this semester. Correct. Yep. And she's, she is a true phenomenal. She definitely helped change my life. Both her and Ms. Khan. Mm. Very, very grateful. And I, I think I had said that in the, uh, in the class. You know, it's moving. When you sit down in class there and you, and you, you learn about Maya and this history that's you know right. enabled us to be where we're at, and you see these two powerful women that are opening up and help change our lives. Yeah, living it out now. Yeah, man, it's a great look. It's a great look. So it was cool. So Jim, uh, when you write, when you sit down to write, and you know you've had a, had, as have we all, a, a bunch of assignments so far. There'll be more to come this semester. What determines what you're going to write about, and how you approach what you do? Are you under the influence of any particular people or any particular issues? Well, mostly influence me is like people in my everyday life or. I'll see people mannerisms. Your right. dad. Yeah, and my my children. They my main influences and my classmates. Hey. Yeah. That's I us. like to see people. <laughs> you know. Us and a few more. I like to hear, you know, a genuine laugh or see a genuine smile, you know. So you like so. you like getting that uh, yeah. reaction somehow. That's where I get my inspiration for light writing. What did you bring with you today, Jim, to um, share with us? I brought a fruit that I wrote in class. Oh, great. And so you wrote that wrote this this semester? Yes. And do tell us the title of it, too, when you begin. The title is called Smile. Your smile is beautiful with all its charm. A gift you have that do no harm. Your smile is a frown turned upside down. Your smile make me smile when you look around. Your smile is a flash that cannot be sold. It has everlasting pleasure, so I'm told. Your smile is like the sunshine, as it is very best. I wonder if you wear it all the time, even when you rest. Your smile is like the statues that enriches my mind. Your smile is not like any smile. It's one of a kind. Mm. Oh, that's nice. That's hard, man. And when you wrote that, were you seeing uh, a particular daughter, a particular wife? My daughter. And you know, just everyone. I got that, I got that feeling. Your... I got that feeling it was about your daughter. <laughs> what's her name? Can, can Jamela, we... Jamela Jones. Okay, yeah. well, great name. Alliteration on top of That's that. right. And this is one born on Maya Angelou's birthday, yes. right? Yeah, all right. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That was beautiful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have another poem. Um, I do. What about you? What did you think of the, the, the Maya event? I loved the variety of it. One thing we did which I particularly appreciated and at the last minute found a way to participate in was the translation. Mm, that's the right. How many, how many different languages? Like five, well, six people Well, we had Portuguese, we had Spanish, and that reflected uh, another great value that's of the class, right. which is its diversity. French, you? Uh, 
Yeah, I did the, a French version. That, that was what they French. taught me back in Maine. That was the only thing that they taught me. That, <laughs> that was the only thing we needed because we were right next to Canada. Yeah. But uh, we, we had all of that. We had Tagalog. Uh, we had Chinese, Urdu. Jeez, I mean, unbelievable. It was and true. It, the way people came up with that and some of it spontaneous mm -hmm. and had a dude uh, drumming. Yeah, in the and background. I, and, and I got up my dusty guitar case, took out my guitar. <laughs> I, I was working, I, I just invented a riff. I didn't, didn't even know I could do that. You know, but I was just doing kind of a little blues riff. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Jim, I do want to hear, I, I think, think we want to hear that other poem. Yeah, I'm with have, it. Let's hear it. I have one more poem. This one was inspired by, um, by Angelo. All right. We rose. From Africa's heart, we rose. Already a people, our face ebon, our body lean, we rose. Skills of art, life, family, and beauty. Crushed by forces we knew nothing of, we rose. Survive we must, we did, we rose. We rose to be you, we rose to be me. Above everything and the unexpected, we rose. That's, That's right. hard, man. There's a beautiful uh, economy of language. Yeah, there. that's hard. Man. And it kind of does live out how Maya Angelou, aside from everything, is a match that lights up living poets. And mm. we'll be doing that probably long after we're gone. Yeah. Cameron, hard, tell, hard, us, uh, tell us where your muses come from what, what do they look like what influences you what inspires you you've always seemed in class to be tremendously spontaneous that's something i am me about no <laughs> no you got me confused with jim <laughs> he's spontaneously lying now but that's <laughs> anyway um, go ahead and talk about your your process i would say i think just a lot of different life experiences reflecting on them and in that reflection at a certain point in time i think we all we all have a response even if it's not vocal you hold it in it's inside it's there it's chilling somewhere yes somewhere down there it's chilling or up there or in there and i think that this I, I know that this is the way to let it free let it fly let it out to the universe and it's a trip too to see just the effect that it has from maya to even just us in class like we go from person to person. What know, have you speaking. noticed about the effect that you have on people, on your classmates? Well, what can you see? What can you hear? I think it's a negative effect, and they need to kick me out of class. No. Um, Neither of the other two people in this room are going to vote for <laughs> It's moving. You know, it's definitely moving to see a lot of people uh, smile and laugh. It's, uh, you know, when you can when you can see somebody laugh and have a good time, and I, that's probably my top three uh, reasons for living. To be able to spread that is... Uh, Sharing the joy. Yeah, man. It's a good look. Being able to destroy those barriers and just, it's all good. So I'm, I'm very grateful, I must say. Uh, I was actually, I was when I was looking through the classes originally to take, I kind of skipped up on this. And then uh, I had a little little brother of mine in the room. And he was like, ah, what about, he comes back to the poetry. And I'm like, eh, well, you know, maybe I should, I don't know, to ease in there. And I saw it three hours in a row, and I'm just like, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know about this, man. Three hours. And I must say, man, that, that's definitely changed my life for the better. So I'm, yeah, Don't I'm those three glad. hours fly by, though? They really do, man. They really do. And it's, it's, I'm really glad I'm here in class with y'all, man. I'm so you really did not really know until you started this 
that you had a voice in poetry. Well, no, I, I, I do. I have. I, I can't lie to you because I've been doing music for a while, and I have been writing poetry before this. Tell me a little bit about the music. Well, my music goes back um, probably about eight to ten years now, and I actually had a chance to come out quite a while back, and I held back. Um, when I say come out, I mean you know put out an album and yeah. potentially get on the radio. But I held back because, uh, and I consider myself fortunate. Time I had friends, but I consider them teachers in this music. Okay. And so I really took the time to to work in the direction of mastering my craft, so that when I finally did put my music out, it would be presentable in a professional manner. Yeah. Which is one thing that I think a lot of young talented artists today do not take the time to do. No, they they kind of rush. Maybe there's something about the the medium and uh, being able to synthesize stuff and oh, yes. do, do everything yes. on your phone. Uh, exactly. It all too quickly. Yeah. Exactly. And so there's this lost art of the basics. Yeah. So I have I have uh, definitely been doing a lot of writing. I mean, I used to. I used to, when I catch the bus, I'd have a backpack with like six, seven notebooks of rhymes and stuff. So I, I, I'd be lying to you if I didn't say I've definitely been writing. And there's been plenty of poetry in there, too, for sure. So, as you could tell, it's easy for me to get stuff off my chest. But uh, yes, And I, we I'm, all benefit from that, I think. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you. So brother. when you do the poetry, there is a... Music is uh, kind of your backup singer on your poetry. Yeah, I mean, if you could tell, you know, because remember, I, well, what I said, I was like, you know, I've definitely got that Dr. Seuss gene in me too, and so I think that that stems from also writing in the rap format because essentially, yeah, don't, I can understand you know, what I mean, you can hear it like because like, you can tell I love to rhyme a lot, and the majority of my poems in rhyming format, I don't know, for me, it just kind of it does something for the listener. And it kind of kind of entertainingly takes them there. Like the last one that Jim just did. You know yeah. what I mean? As he's going there, I'm like, as he's yeah, saying like it, I'm like, too. and right away, like, I'm like, ah, this is about his daughter. Like, it's the first thing that came to my mind, but I'm on this ride you with him. You know what I'm saying? You could see it exactly. Well, now that you've talked a little bit about how you do it, why don't you show it? I don't know, uh, man. Get, give us an example. I don't know. And, and now he's going to get all modest <laughs> and... Uh, all right, so let's see. Uh, this one's called Sweet Dreams. Mm-hmm. It's too. I was just walking my dog in the park, and uh, it was over in Golden Gate Park. And I was like, when's the last time I just sat down by, like, a tree and just let the sun hit my face? The park can do that for you. Man, and I was like, I think I was like seven the last time I did this. Uh-oh. And so it was like, like, really just sat down and just stopped thinking about anything, just talked to the sun. It was a trip, so when I did... After a minute, I was like, oh, and I just started, it just came to me. Anyway, this is uh, called Sweet Dreams. It'll be a piece of a cake. You'll end up taking him down. I mean, he's three inches tall and you're 400 pounds. If he tries to come close, you'll just laugh at his hugs. This'll be a piece of a cake, like smashing a bug. But then out the blue, there's something no one had seen. I mean, this, this little small ant had the strength of a king. He moves so fast like he wasn't quite there. He bit me, I swear, he doesn't fight fair. I hope it's a dream because I can't wait to wake. You know, whoever told me that this fight would be a piece of a cake? <laughs> right? I, I can hear some of that Seuss there. Can't <laughs> and you've rhymed. Yeah. I think it takes courage yeah. Yeah. To, to write a, a rhyming poem. Right on. Great. Right on. Yeah, I, I did good, good that spirit. Rhyming. Uh, but, well, yeah, this could help get kids into poetry. You think so? I think so. Yeah? 
Okay, okay. There was one other, besides Dr. Seuss, there was one other author that I'm forgetting about now, um, The End of the Sidewalk, or what's that one? Some Rose Stein or something like that. What is this? R. A, R. Stein? Is that it? I don't know. Maybe Jim No, no, it's uh, Edge of the Sidewalk. There's one other guy besides Dr. Seuss that definitely helped influence me, too. Gosh, I'm, I'm sorry I'm forgetting your name. You got another poem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one's called uh, Stormy Date. And I think, actually, I read this at the uh, when we met at the uh, library. Or, excuse me, not the library, the bookstore. Over oh, in yeah, Park. the open mic at Bird yeah, and Beckett. Bird and Beckett. A great venue Y'all go for check poetry, out. jazz, and yeah. a lot of other good things. Yeah, Bird yeah. and Beckett's the truth. Check it out over in Glen Park. But I just remember it was storming and raining really hard. That's right. And I was like, hmm, let me bring this one out. Anyway, it's called Stormy Date. Is it wind or windy? Please help to convince me, because this wind in my face, well... Is it real? Is it fake? Maybe Wynn's on a date and he's running real late. So Wendy called Wind and started a fuss. She kept calling and calling and blowing him up. When Wind didn't answer, she soon felt neglected. Wendy said, I've had enough. I'm leaving him a message. She whistled and screamed as loud as a boom, and the sounds of her tunes were like howls at the moon. When Wind checked his message, it was out of the norm. He said, I ain't with Wind. Let me keep my ass out of the storm. <laughs> so he switched up his plans. He didn't complain. He said, Wendy's insane. Let me try calling the rain. So he FaceTimed the rain, and she answered real quick. And as you can tell from outside, when that weather comes together, it's romantic as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I don't know if well, I can really swear, so I held the F bomb out. We're gonna do a virtual high five. Right, 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 for Shelly. <laughs> That's almost like a, a Greek thing, you know, personifying the elements. The Greeks did that. That's right, with, right with, with their the, poetry. That that's classic. Yeah. So, are you guys going to keep your poetry going? Would you expect after uh, the semester is over? As long as my heart's beating. All right. Yeah, what as long about as my you, Jeff? Yes, I keep it going. Yeah. Will it do something for you? What What will it do for you? Mm. Just clear my head, I guess. Hey, sometimes that's the most relevant, yeah. if you think about it, just clearing your head. Something you know what I'm saying? Something to my kids. So I read to them yeah, lot, to so. be able to share it with family, make your mom proud, or yeah. getting over the uh, the podcast the way that we're doing now. Yeah, I'm yeah. So happy you guys came in tonight. So am I. So uh, am I. Thank I, you. I want to do uh, an end of the episode. Uh, thanks again to Tamina Khan. Tamina Khan. Tamina professor Khan. Our professor. Yes. And to uh, our producer, Nicholas Harder. Right on, Nick. Thank wonderful, you. wonderful guy who sets us up to do all of this. We are still in the middle of Poetry Month, so you who are listening, make sure you keep celebrating in your own way. I wonder whether there's a tie-in between Poetry Month and 420. Oh, We, for we should figure that. There sure. must be. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we need to take a breath and uh, think about that. <laughs> anyway, do give us your feedback. I think you're going to have my email. It's going to be part of what you're looking at. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Anything you want to pass on to Jim and to Cameron, I will pass it on to them because these are two guys I definitely want to stay in contact with. Thank you for listening yes, to the Poetry for the People podcast. Carry it on, folks. See you. Hi, Nicholas Harder, producer here. 
That guy's name was Shel Silverstein, by the way. He wrote Where the Sidewalk Ends and A Light in the Attic. And you can find Jeff's email in the description for this episode. Thank you for listening.